Coming up in this episode, we'll talk about why we ride. Stick around. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network. Conversations about motorcycles, one of the best places to ride in America, the Ozark Mountains of Missouri and Arkansas, and of course, any random thoughts that pop into our head. And now, here's your host from OzarkRides.com, Craig Allen and Randy Lewis. If you ride as much as I do, then you're putting a lot of miles and wear and tear on your bike. Now, whether you ride a lot or a little, do yourself a favor and go buy Heartland Honda in Springdale, the first level five Honda powerhouse in Arkansas. Their red level technicians can keep you rolling. Plus, Heartland Honda has a huge selection of Honda motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides with excellent financing options. Check them out online at heartlandhonda.com. Or give them a call, 479-751-7022. Heartland Honda. Work hard, play hard. Do yourself a favor and put Brad Bradshaw's number in your phone, 417-333-3333. You never know when a relaxing ride will be interrupted with an unforeseen accident. Brad's a physician, surgeon, and a lawyer, so he can help you with all the aspects of your situation. After the show, check them out online at bradbradshaw.com. Remember, save that number. It's stupid easy. 417-333-3333. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Random Thoughts from the Road. Uh, Joining me as always is Randy Lewis from Bike Works in Urbana, Missouri. How are you today, Randy? Man, I'm good. Feeling sorry for all you guys that have to sit I'm waiting for you to come in one day and go, son of a bitch, I'm pissed. I don't want to be here. I'm not good. Don't oh, ask man. me again. Dude, I'm just not that way. I come from a generation where you don't show your weaknesses. Well, maybe you ought to start asking me how I'm doing. Uh, ask you how you're doing. I'm still American. I don't care about anybody else but me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Damn kids. Yeah. So we were talking about, you know, we sit around and say, well, what would be a good topic to talk about? The other day you took your daughter to the parking lot of the school, which is a large parking lot. Yeah, yeah. And talk about that a little bit. And then we're going to talk about why you ride and what what motorcycle riding and enthusiasm Mm -hmm. is really all about. So there's two ways that we can go about this. I can tell you the reason why I got to this point and all that bull crap. But just to preface the spark that, that changed a lot of stuff for me recently I talk about recently within the past couple of weeks. So I took a day off. It was about freaking time. I finally took a day off. So went and, and enjoyed just riding one of my motorcycles. Today we were on my bagger. You know, I've got a handful of them in the stable. I don't ride this one, even though we talk about it often. So we're out on my bagger. It's a 26 inch big wheel bike, full air ride, front and back, extended everything. So it it's what everybody is looking for in today's day and age, or most everybody. It's one of the hottest things out there on the market. So relatively not necessarily the easiest motorcycle to just jump on and ride because there's a few things different. Now, I'm not saying it's a difficult bike to ride, but when I get to this point, so we're out for a ride. I took my daughter out. We're cruising around on the way back. 
um, we passed by the school that my daughter goes to huge asphalt parking lot. Um, she'd done this one other time before, but it'd been a little while. So I pull in there and I'm like, all right, your turn. She says, what? I said, you drive it. You ride this thing. Tell people how old your daughter is. My daughter is 11, going to be 12. It makes a difference if she's 11 or 12 other than she's, oh, she's 30. Yeah, yeah. There's a difference. I'm not talking about an adult here. I'm talking about a kid, a kid, a a kid right now. She's still thinking about boys and, you know, sports and things like that. It'll nip that in the bud. Eh, you know. Get her to think about motorcycles. She's on it, dude. She really is. So we pull over. It's a heavier bike, whatever. I'm a fat guy. I'm 240 pounds. You can just get up. And get out of this room right now for making a <laughs> statement like that. Okay, so I'm not fat. I'm a He's fit dude, fat. but I'm 240 pounds. Turn the camera towards me. Yeah. So when you think about riding a motorcycle and you're riding two up, frick. A lot of the times I see these Nancy-ass dudes go to back into a parking spot. And they pull way up and make their girlfriend, their wife, or whoever's riding with them get, get off. off. Because it's too difficult to back up. I don't know why that aggravates me. Oh, it does me too. Or it's too difficult to ride. So think about having an extra rider on a motorcycle. Now think about being an 11 year old girl on a big wheel bagger with, with a, a 240 man pound man on the back of it. So uh, she gets on. You know, we kind of run it down again. You know, the do's, the don'ts, whatever, which didn't take very long. And before you know it. We're freaking making tracks and we're burning across this parking lot back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And you posted a video on it, which I shared on Ozark Rides. Yeah, I did. Our Facebook page. Crappy video, short clip of the whole venture. But, you know, this 11-year-old girl is riding this motorcycle. A lot of people think it's child abuse. You know, it's just, to me, it was just like. I don't want to know those people. Holy crap, man. This 11-year-old girl is doing something that a lot of men don't do. And can't do or won't do or too afraid to do. You know what I mean? I do. So at one point in the video, I pan over on her face and she's just got this totally confident look on her face, just eating it up. You know, she's smiling from ear to ear like this is a huge thing. This is something she's going to remember forever. You know what? I I don't remember a lot of things, you know, Mm -hmm. being knocked in the head a couple of times. (laughs) But the one thing I remember was what you're describing as a kid. I was in kindergarten. I was five years old and that's how I learned to ride. My brother would sit on the back just like you were doing. Mm -hmm. And it was an old trail 90 step through. And uh, we would ride around all the time until one day he decided it was time. And he just, while we were moving, not (laughs) fast, but he just jumped off. Yeah. He got a beating for it from my dad. Dude, rip that bandaid off and, yeah. and go for it, man. And, and and from then on, I never had anybody ride on the back. Mm-hmm. So That's a good way to do it. It is. I mean, just get out there and do it. So looking at her, as enthusiastic and as happy as she possibly is. So there's a little bit of pride from a father's standpoint. And honestly, I can see it on her face. There's a little bit of pride in the fact that the people she goes to school with are till still playing with Barbie dolls and bull crap like that. And she's out riding a motorcycle. You know, my wife showed me the video that you had posted on Facebook because honestly, I don't do Facebook other than we have one for Ozark rides. And, yeah. and quite honestly, if I'm going to be telling the truth, I don't even know why we have that one. <laughs> um, it's the same way with mine. It's stagnant it's most of the time. Just, yeah. But so she had handed this over to me and, and of the uh, Reagan is your daughter. And yep. Look at this. And I looked at that and I said, you know, uh, I cannot wait for the day to see them 
right up to school after they've got their license. Carter on his deluxe. Yeah. And I suspect Reagan on the big wheel. Something like that. And everybody else is getting their... Toyota Celicas. (laughs) Toyota Celicas or their parents are taking them to school. Yeah, because they can't let them out of their sight. Yeah. So the big wheel, I mean, whatever. If she wanted to ride it, well, great. But this is what's cool about this story here is that... Well, you're building one for her. Yes. And I'm We just, talked about that a couple episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm flipping busy. And this is this is the roundabout way. Okay, so this is what gets me to that point. This is a difficult subject for a lot of motorcyclists to even think about or talk about. But I'm burnt out, man. Tired. Burn out. I work freaking all the time. I come home from work and I go to work. Don't enjoy the time that I have. And that was kind of the day. That day I was just like, you know what? FTW. You know, we're going to do... Is that the day I came in and you said you just wanted to go riding? Yeah, yeah. One of the, It was that day or the day after that I did this. I just said, I'm freaking done. I am. I need a reprieve. I need something. I need a little bit of life. Okay? Pick me up a refresher. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Everybody goes through that multiple times in their life. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. You know, they get to the point where they're like... You know, I, I'm so busy. I don't get a ride. I got these kids or I'm doing this. You know, I'm going to sell my motorcycle. I'm not into riding anymore. And it, I find that it's not into riding because you hate motorcycles or you don't enjoy riding motorcycles. It's just life happens and it gets to where it's not the first thing on your mind anymore. And it's not what you can do all the time. Well, you know, you're funny you should say that. At about oh, 15 years ago or so, I had gotten to that particular point in my life and I didn't want to, I just didn't feel like getting up and going riding. And, and I actually sold my bike Mm. and, um, I was doing a lot of cross country riding prior to that. And I thought, you know what? I'm tired. I'm tired of it. And I thought I'm getting old. Well, back then, of course, 15 years ago, (laughs) I really wasn't old. No. And, uh, and I sold it. And to keep myself busy, I bought a fishing boat and spent, we live right here by the lake and spent a lot of time on the lake. But to be honest with you, motorcycle riding is in your blood. Agreed. And it probably wasn't three years that that lasted. Mm-hmm. And I said, I can't, I can't stand this anymore. I mean, it sounds fickle, but then I turned around and sold the boat <laughs> and bought my victory. Yeah. And I've never looked back since. Other than being in the military and being overseas and what have you, it's the only time that I've been without a bike. Mm. And, uh, and that's never going to happen again. Right. I've said this to, I don't know how many people. So people come into the shop all the time and say, Oh, you know, I used to ride 20, 30 years ago or whatever, but I had to sell my motorcycle cause I had kids. Right. And I look at them like, dude, I've got three kids and eight motorcycles. Don't tell me that bullshit. It's not a have to, it's because you didn't want it. Okay. You didn't want to have one. So my mindset has recently changed to not just owning a motorcycle, but I hope I don't go another day in my life not enjoying riding motorcycles. Listen, I can tell you that, and anybody being honest, I would like to think I'm not the only one out there. There are many times that I think to myself, ah, shit, I don't want to go out and ride today. I just don't feel like it. But without exception, seriously, without ever having an exception, every single time I get past it and I go out and ride, even though I don't feel like it, but within five minutes of being on the bike, my thought process, I say to myself, man, I'm glad I didn't fail yes. and stay home. I am so glad I'm out here. Yes. I, this is refreshing me. It feels great. 
What was I thinking? Exactly. How could I ever go without this? Every single time. And I have been, I guess I'm like anybody else. You know, sometimes you wake up in the morning and just like, screw it. Yeah. Like today I got the hangover blues and I'm like, oh, do I really want to go do anything? Yeah. Once you get out and do it, you're like, I'm glad, I'm glad I, did. I did. I'm glad I did. This is the best thing that ever happened to me. In fact, you walked in the door today and you said, God, you look grumpy. <laughs> you got, get damn right I'm grumpy. <laughs> That's true. But when we're done, I'm going to go ride. Exactly. So... You know, everybody goes to that point in their life where they kind of lose the thrill of motorcycling. Yeah, so you're not alone out there. It's, it's common. Right. Fight through it a little bit. Remember, try to find the thing and find that spark of light or whatever you have to have to remember the reasons why you got into riding. I got into riding for the solidarity, for the thrill of being on two wheels, for the thrill of going fast on two wheels, for doing burnouts, for having fun, you know. The stuff that absolutely just gets my blood going. I'm an adrenaline junkie. Truth be told, like it's always been like that. And there's a little bit of adrenaline and just it, it scratches that itch for me just being on my bike. Even if I'm riding the speed limit, just getting out there and riding like. If it, it's in your blood, it doesn't go away. I mean, it's fair to say I've been riding motorcycles longer than most people listening to this have been alive. And <laughs> uh, like I said, you know, it was natural that once in a while I felt like screw it yeah and i gave up writing for right. you know a couple two or three years but it's there it can't go away it doesn't go away exactly and it's a little gremlin so, so just stick to it yeah so re-referencing my daughter so we go on this she does this she rides it she's so stoked she's like dad send me that video i want to show all my friends and I'm like, hell yeah, I want to show all my friends. So we've had her bike kind of stuffed in the side of my garage for a little while now because I've gotten so overrun at the shop, I'm taking customer stuff out to my house and working overnight doing that. What we're building for her is a 1983 Sportster that I've hardtailed. Forget, oh, that's right. We talked about yeah. that a couple episodes ago. Forget what you guys heard about hardtails. Suck it, okay? Right. So anyway, it's not an hour or two hours later she's hitting me up. Dad, you know we need to build my bike. We need, we need to make some headway on it. It's not getting finished right, sitting there. Right. So she helps me clear everything out of the way, put it up on the lift at the house and is saying, Hey, you know, I kind of like this. I kind of like this. I kind of like this. So now we're to the point where all I've got to do anymore is build the exhaust out and then strip it back down. And let's, let's paint this thing and finish thing, this thing out. You know, we'll do some wiring, but She's got it in her mind of what she wants. She's got exactly what she's looking Is it in her mind at. that it is her bike or is oh, she yeah. just helping you design a bike? Nope. It's hers. And I've, I've been true to this ever since we started this venture with it is, you know, whatever you like and whatever you want, whatever you feel like a motorcycle has to be for you, we'll do is it. Is that the same way with Carter and his deluxe? Is he consciously aware that that's my bike? Yep. He tells everybody about it. Oh yeah, he does. He does, man. Well, like I just done, I'm doing slowly trying to manufacture parts that I've had in my mind of what could go on to this motorcycle and I'll build them for it every once in a while with the notion of I'm going to put it back to the way it was when it was my father-in-law's bike just for him so that he remembers that was Jim's bike, not right. my dad's bike or not one that he bought or not And you one rolled that he up traded. on it today. Yeah, I did. With what? <laughs> uh, uh, fishtails. <laughs> yeah, fishtails. Uh, Jim didn't have fishtails. No, no, no. But no. it's cool looking. But here's what's dope about that. What does he think about that? Carter. Loves it. I said, hey, man, let me show you something I built to go on the deluxe. So I show him and he's like, man, those are cool. 
And this, I kid you not, I wrote it to the shop yesterday when I did all my work after his football game. And I come back and he comes sprinting out of the house when I'm parking the bike. And he goes, Dad, those look so sick. Literally, word for word, exactly I talked what to him says. yesterday at the football game and I said, so have you been riding lately? And he said, well, I, and then just as before he started to answer, I said, I've been riding that mini bike. He goes, no, the mini bike's not running right now. He says, but I got a dirt bike and I've been tearing it up. He has been, dude. He has been eating grass like crazy with that thing. So it just, it's just so refreshing to see that how much they love it. And it kind of reminds you the reasons why you love riding anything, you know. It's pretty cool to see a little six-year-old going, yeah, I got to get in there and get that thing, turn some wrenches and get that thing fixed. Yeah, and he does, man. He comes right out there and ask me questions and the, the craziest little thing is is he's got a mechanical mind which i'm so thrilled about because aren't you glad he doesn't just sit in in a chair with his little electronic device and just not uh, gonna happen no we don't have gaming systems we don't have all that bull crap we don't have any of that at our house like okay? the old saying that they, what do the kids call it you go old school yeah, we're living off the grid in today's in today's standards of what you have to have for a child to function, you know, tablets, iPads, iPhones, TV, all that bull crap. We have TV, we watch it a couple hours a night, whatever, but we're just busy people, you know, we work and we do stuff and we enjoy our kids and have fun with them. I was wondering when you had time to look at the television. Honestly, I, I just told somebody this the other day, my time off is about two o'clock in the morning. That's about when I get my time. <laughs> it's a good thing you're l- young and physically fit because oh, your schedule shit, would man. kill people. It really would. He also coaches high school football, and I'm thinking to myself, I said to my wife, I said, he's going to kill himself one of these days with the schedule he's got going. Quit I'm, one of them. I'm just trying to drive it drive it, and get it to a point while I'm still young to where I can physically still do stuff. Well, you don't want to end up like me. See, I went hard and fast for a lot of years. And mm-hmm. and look at me. I'm older than I should be. Yeah. And you don't want to get that way. Yeah. I'm, I'm a new model with Just a lot of miles. Just slipping in a me. little fatherly advice there, which, yeah. of course, as all fatherly advice is taken, it isn't. <laughs> yeah. What do you know, old man? Nothing. <laughs> so that's it, man. Just, you know, remember why you got into riding motorcycles, not for... You know, granted, this is a small part of it, but like, you know, it's not all about dolling up your bike and flashing it out and beating the new trends, which I love show bikes. I really do. And, and shows are so exciting to me and fun to me. Like, it's well, something I love. to me, it's I depending love. on what you're doing it for. Are yeah. you doing it because you're keeping up with the Joneses or you just want the other guys to go, oh, look what yeah. he's got? Yeah. Or are you doing it because this is what you like? Exactly. This is what you want. And exactly. be damned with it. Anybody else likes because there's always going to be somebody that thinks your bike looks stupid. <laughs> that is true. No um, matter how cool it looks. Yeah, man. I, uh, you know, as a business owner, you, you you keep up with trends. You keep up with what's going on in the industry. What's where's the market at? What's what? And I just been beating my head against the wall lately, looking at these motorcycles. Where I'm like. Well, shit, that's the same stuff that's on that motorcycle and that motorcycle and that motorcycle. All that's different is a paint scheme, you know, and I I just get to where I'm just almost a little bit disgusted by it. Very rarely are there truly unique features on a motorcycle that think you stop, you know, double take and go, well, wait a minute. Wow, that's cool. That's cool. Or a lot of times I'll see a bike that has 
little unique items and I'll stop and stare at it and have to think and study on it for a minute. There's something unusual about this bike and I need to really look at it to see what it is. It doesn't really just pop out. Right. You know, there's an ask for every seat and if you're into that, cool, whatever. But for me, my standards and my perspective, man, let's go different. And I'm going to talk about different with like, you know, 20, 32 inch wheel on the front that spins and has this killer stereo that's not system different. like that. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's neat engineering that you can physically do that to a motorcycle. But I'm talking about like, you know, I machined this kicker or I machined this peg or I built this and nobody's got this, you know, back Engraved in the day, something, you know, yeah, back in the day, you know, one of the hottest things on a shovel head was splitting the rockers. You know, you cut it, cut the center section out and do separate oil lines. You don't see that anymore. Now people think old school is this FXR, this low rider, this wide glide with a stock mill engine and somebody's manufactured exhaust and a cool paint. I remember seeing dudes building bikes where it was nothing was production. No, everything nothing was off yeah, the shelf. Exactly. You know, they did all this shit for what they felt and they liked. And to me, you know, that's what motorcycling is. As far as that goes. So my next project for my bike that you're going to fix up for me, because it's engineering and I'm no engineer. (laughs) Well, neither am I. Is a a jockey shift. Yeah, buddy. But not just the kits that you can come out with. They they sell those are a dime a dozen. But I want you to make one that looks old school, 1930s Indian style that hugs the tank. Yeah. Subtle looking. Let's do it, man. That's that's what I have to say. It's just let's do it, man. If you got this notion in your mind to make you love your bike. Well, that I've been much talking more, about it for a long time. As you know that I've been it's been in my head for years. Yeah. And it's like a little buzzing, like a mosquito or a gnat <laughs> by your ear. And God dang it, I gotta get rid of it. Let's just see what we can do, man. Yeah. That's where I'm at too. It's pissing me off. That's exactly where I'm at. And and you know, I've got flashy motorcycles and I've got this and that and where I'm at right now is let's make it let's make it back to what motorcycling was. Well, that's kind of what we started out talking about is, uh, you know, get back to what it really was for you in the beginning. Yeah. If you get and feel like you're burning out or, you know, I'm tired of this. Well, to be honest with you, it depends, I guess, how long you've been in it. It's either in your blood or it's not. Yeah. And I guess maybe the fast way to find out if it's in your blood is if you do decide to step back mm-hmm. and if you want to get back into it a year or two down the road. Yeah. You know, it's in your blood. Yeah, you know, like... Granted, there are some people that they get into motorcycling and they think this is cool, and it's just not in them. Yeah. But it, we're not talking about that. If you could take it or leave it, it's not entirely what we're then talking about. Then probably should leave it. Yeah, you know. For most of the dudes that just absolutely enjoy riding a motorcycle, more so than the events or the destination or, or what you can say that you've done on a bike or not on a bike, like if you step away from it, more times than not, you're going to be thinking... Oh man, remember when I was on my bike or remember when I take do this on my motorcycle? Exactly. That's a good baseline because if riding a motorcycle to you means nothing more than, oh, I'm going to a rally or, you know, I'm going to get together with my friends and stuff like that. That's different than to say I am most happy and content when I am riding. I'm not out here to impress anybody. Yeah. I'm not here to be seen or to see other riders mm-hmm. when you're out there alone. Right. Right, exactly. You know, you, your bike, the road. Yeah, you know, just that's what it's about, right? It's just getting out there and rolling. You know, I'm a big Harley guy. Everybody knows it, and I get people all the time coming in the shop and be like, "Oh, how can you say that? You know, this Kawasaki Vulcan is cool or it's nice or." 
you know, I thought you were a Harley guy. And I'm like, dude, that's, that to me is what motorcycling is, is you don't have to be on one certain bike. You don't have to one be thing what everybody else to do is with doing. The other. No, it, exactly. You're starting to see now you're getting me off on a tangent here. That it's just God, about riding. That sets me off. People Who that cares says what you're on, you're nothing or nobody because you're not riding bike X, Y, Z. Yes. Yes. You know, well, how about you kiss my ass? How would that be? Shit, that's some of my the, attitude. Some of the guys that I know that are absolute tried and true riders, you know, they're on the obscure bikes. They're on the bikes that are let them be on them for longer. Something comfortable, something that they can handle, something that they're confident with, something they can go long distance on. I mean, you talk about dudes riding cross country all over the place. They're on good, comfortable bikes that are not today's quote unquote motorcycles. You know, they're on the... Well, this may be controversial, but you, you started me on this. But <laughs> for those of you that are listening and you have the attitude, if you don't ride bike X, Y, or Z, you're shit. Yeah. Well, the fact of the matter is, if you have that attitude, you're, you're the shit. shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Dudes log so many more miles on, on bikes that aren't deemed motorcycles or whatever. Or even yeah. we talked about going to a trike. You know, if that keeps you riding... What the frick does it matter to anyone else? Do it. Yeah, yeah, Do man. Do it. Stay in the wind. If stay all riding. you have is a scooter, but <laughs> it's all you happen to have and you want it and you enjoy it, good F, on yeah. you. F yep. what you heard, man. Do what you want to do. Screw them. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I guess maybe I better, we better stop this before I really go off on a tangent. Yeah, I can get <laughs> a lot worse. So anyways, so until then, keep riding. Enjoy what you're riding, regardless of what it is. And just remember what riding is all about, you know, yeah, you, you, nature, and the bike. Yeah, if you're in that spot where we're talking about, try to remember what got you into it and try to remember why and maybe recreate some of that stuff. Maybe try to, you know, re-hit that thing and, and hit the reset button a little bit and, you know, start enjoying it again because it's one of the, in my opinion, it's one of the best things you can possibly do in life. You know what they say, you never see a motorcycle in front of a, a psychiatrist's yeah. office. So yeah. get out there and ride.